Hi, this is a production of Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, where our mission is to bring Christ's hope, healing, and wholeness to our community and to our world. Our service times are 9 and 11 each Sunday morning. Find out more at www.communitycovenant.net. Hey, well, it is good to see you on this Father's Day. And uh, Pastor Tyler already mentioned it, but men, uh, we have a very important call upon our lives, and that call is from the Lord, not only to faithfully shepherd and be a father to our own children, but also He calls us um, to be men of influence, to be spiritual fathers, um, to children that aren't our birth children. They're not our natural children. But they are our children in the sense of He calls us to shepherd and to love and to care for and to be men of influence, to influence them for Christ's sake. Um, to young men and young women, uh, many of whom who don't have fathers that are active in their lives. And, and I know that because I'm, I'm one of those. I grew up uh, without uh, my father at home. Yet the Lord provided men such as yourselves who stepped in and exerted godly influence in my life. And I'm grateful for those men. And uh, I am who I am today in the Lord to a great extent, uh, because they were faithful. And they answered God's call um, to get involved in my life. And uh, he's calling you men to do the same thing. And so as we celebrate Father's Day, we, we do celebrate our dads here. But I, in particular, celebrate our spiritual dads. Uh, men who exert godly, Christ-like influence in our lives. For me, uh, some of those men, many of those men, came through sports, through participation in sports. They were, they were my coaches. And uh, that relationship carried on beyond the football field for me. And uh, they poured into my life. And today, we have, on Father's Day, a real gift for you. Uh, this is Chinook Sunday. We do this every year on Father's Day. And we have uh, coaches and players and boosters and supporters of uh, Chinook's baseball, which you'll hear more about this morning, uh, present here on Sunday. Uh, and what we learn is we learn about how God uses every aspect of our lives, including things we enjoy, believe it or not, right? Uh, baseball, for example. And he uses those things in our life to grow us up and also to touch others' lives. And uh, the Chinooks are a wonderful example of that. When I speak of men who have had influence in the lives of others, in particular young men, uh, I think of the Chinooks coach, uh, Chris Beck. Where's Chris? Well, all right, come on up here, Chris. Chris has been doing this for a long time. And uh, he uh, is uh, 
a huge influence in the lives of young men, not only in terms of baseball, but in terms of the gospel, uh, in terms of making a difference in their lives for Jesus Christ. It was men like Chris who poured into my life and whom I am very grateful for. And uh, Chris, as we start Chinook Sunday today, and we're going to hear from a couple of the players, um, I'd just like to, to ask you a little bit, uh, if you could, talk about uh, the Alaska Baseball League and uh, the mission of the Chinooks. Thank you. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Um, we've been coming up here, my family and I have been coming up here for 18 years now uh, in the summer. We spent 10 in Fairbanks and now have been down here the rest. Uh, the ABL has been around for over 30 years, uh, if you didn't know it. College baseball players are, they're not mandated to play during the summer, but the coach kind of says, if you want to play for me, you better play during the summer. Um, to get better, to get more repetitions, to grow in their gift and the, the tool that they are uh, going to school, uh, getting paid to go to school for. Uh, the Alaskan Baseball League is probably one of the top two in the country, talent-wise. Um, the Cape Cod League, and it differs from year to year with all the different summer leagues. But these guys specifically come up here knowingly what they're getting themselves into. I spend a lot of time on the phone. This is one of four teams that we send out with Athletes in Action. Um, there's one here in Alaska, there's one in Ohio, where our headquarters is at, there's one in New York, and there's one that presently is in Guatemala, they went to Panama first. So roughly about 125 young men a year go through the same program these guys are going through, uh, using and hopefully figuring out the, the tool, which is their gift in sports, to reach people for Christ and to glorify God through that. That's all it is. God's gifting them to play baseball. Um, it doesn't elevate them more than anybody else, but it's a gift that God's given them that we want to show them how to use for the glory of God. All right. And 18 years. And you were a player yourself. I was. Not. Yeah. I was. And I think what's the greatest joy for you as your involvement as a coach? That's a good question. Um, I, I think, uh, it's a segue, but uh, a long time ago, I do a Q&A with the guys sometimes, um, basically just as an older man saying, ask me anything. Nothing's off limits. And... They ask questions. Um, one asked me a long time ago, what would you want to pass on to your kids? Mm. And my kids were small at the time. You'll see them during second service. They're not small anymore. Um, and I came up with something that, that basically off the top of my head, and it says, I don't want them to settle. I don't want them to be milk toast in their life for, for God and anything they do. And that morphed over the years. Uh, anything we do with the guys, it comes out of 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Uh, be men, act like men, stand firm. And that morphed into kind of the, the thing that we use is be strong, stand for truth, and live for eternity. Uh, if we can grasp those three things as men and women, and it focuses in on who we should be as, as followers of Christ. So when guys get that, and they go back and attack their campus for Christ, that's the biggest benefit I get. Yeah, so. yeah. I understand you have two players today. We have several, but you have two that have come up and share with us. You want to introduce them and sure. call them on up? Jared and Cole, come on up. Cole goes to the University of Alabama at Birmingham, which is an interesting story because one of his coaches coached for me a long time ago up here in this league. So there's a history with that. You can see it, Jared. And Jared goes to the uh, University of Wisconsin. All right. All right, guys. Hey, make sure, uh, Cole, your mic's turned on. Just flip that switch up. I think it's on. Oh, All yeah. right, you're there. Okay, so now 
Jared and Cole, I understand, are both pitchers. Is that correct? All right. And uh, I was there on Monday at the Chinooks game. It was a opening, home opener for the Chinooks. And uh, Jared uh, was on the mound. How, how tall are you, Jared? I'm about 6'4". Six, 6'4". Four. Six, four. Now, on the mound, he's several inches taller. He's a rather imposing figure, okay? And uh, Jared, I had the, the privilege of uh, watching your team. Great hitting, base running, strong defense. And that night, I saw you pitch nine and a third uh, innings of, of no-hit baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, his stuff was really going. And so I want to start out by asking uh, both of you. I'll start with Cole. Cole, uh, when you need to get an out or you need that, that strike, right, what's your go-to pitch? Uh, I usually try and go with uh, an inside fastball, really get in on the hands. Okay, inside fastball on the hands. We're going to jam them, huh? All right. And how, how about you, Jared? Yeah, it really kind of depends on the day, but it's either a fastball or a slider. A slider. Now, for those of us who may not be baseball aficionados, uh, what is the difference between a fastball and a slider? Uh, one of them is straight and hard, and then the other one is a little bit slower, and it moves away from the hitter. Okay. Now, how would your hands be placed differently on the ball? Um, fingers are, for me, a little bit farther away on one of them, and then like move your, you turn your wrist differently as you throw the ball, and that uh-huh. creates a spin to make it move and all that. Yeah. Okay, so baseball is a very, very technical sport. Okay, uh, and it starts with the pitcher, and it's just amazing the placement of the fingers on the ball, and and the motion, and all of that, how it changes how the ball moves. So there's a lot that goes into it. So uh, pitcher is not a, that's a pressure position. All eyes are on you. And, uh, but I know you guys are, are more than capable and able. What I want to do today is just get to know you a little bit and the congregation to get to know you. Uh, there will be several opportunities during the year for you to go out to the games there and, and to see these guys play. Uh, on uh, Thursday the 28th, we have uh, Chinooks picnic here at the church. The information's in the insert in your bulletin. Uh, We'd love to have you come out for that. Uh, But I want to begin, Cole, by asking you, um, how did you come to faith in Christ? Well, for me, um, so I started out and I grew up in the church. And uh, for me, that was a big part of me getting to know God and getting to know who Jesus was. Because going to church as a kid, you learn all the all the stories that they teach you. Um, but I wouldn't say that that's what saved me because um, to me there's a difference between knowing God and knowing of God. And uh, to, truly, um, to truly come to faith, I think you need to know Jesus. And uh, the earlier on, the earlier years of my faith, I didn't, I didn't really, uh, I wouldn't say that I lived like Jesus. Um, you know, I made some mistakes with girls and other things that I wasn't proud of. And so, you know, I'm kind of sitting back and thinking about my life. and I'm like, you know, am I really saved? And like, am I really going to go to heaven if I were to die today? And uh, the answer wasn't what I wanted it to be. It was, it was probably not where I wanted to go. Um, and so uh, this was like maybe a few years ago. And I started to, uh, 
I started to go to church more and I started to try and be more involved and I, I still didn't feel like, like, hey, I don't, I don't feel like I'm saved. I feel like I'm just a good person. I feel like I'm just, you know, kind of going through the motions, as one would say. Um, and then it really started to hit me. Uh, I uh, got hurt in high school and uh, I got a scholarship pulled and so, you know, that was kind of tough and I was starting to feel lost. And um, I ended up going to a college in Alabama, a Division One. And uh, I started doing terrible, like, oh my gosh, I've never thrown a baseball before. And, um, you know, that's really tough because growing up and being, a, in a, a, being an athletic performer and playing all the time, that's kind of like what your identity is. Like, I'm not Cole, I'm a baseball player. And that that's weighs a lot when you start doing bad and so when I started doing bad I was like I was really lost I was stressed I hated going to baseball and so it wasn't really until last year that I was like okay God look I can't I can't do this without you and I just I don't know where I'm going but I'm going to get everything to you and I want to know you and I want you to take my life and I want you to to show me where you want me to go and I'll follow and um I mean, it hasn't been easy, but ever since then, life's been a lot better. So that's really what I got. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, this, what, this is off script, okay? Um, there are young people here today that are listening to you. And uh, if you were to tell them um, or give them a word of advice that you growing up in church, maybe they growing up in church, uh, the difference between knowing about God and really knowing Him in your heart, right? Uh, if you had the opportunity to talk to a young man or a young woman about that, what would be the single most important bit of advice you'd give them? Uh, I would say that um, pursuing a relationship with Jesus is probably, or is, is the best thing that you can do to, uh, to know God because John fourteen six says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father except through me, so... Having a relationship with Jesus is what I would say. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the influence of Sunday school teachers in your life. How important that is, right? Yes, of course. And, 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 and how they should all get involved in VBS, right? Right. All right, there you go. Okay. All right, Jared, how about you? How would you come to faith in, in the Lord? Yeah, so my story is somewhat similar to Cole's. Um, so I also grew up in the church. Uh, going, uh, I was blessed with that. My mom, very strong Christian woman, and uh, my brother as well, two years older than me. Uh, both great influences for me. And uh, so growing up, I same thing, knew all the stories, went to church all the time. Uh, but really where my testimony starts is in middle school. Uh, starting in sixth grade, I started to be bullied a lot by uh, my classmates. Uh, and the toughest part about it was that uh, the, one of the main people was the person who was my best friend from day one of kindergarten on until that point. Also, he just totally turned on me, started bullying me with a bunch of other friends. So, obviously, that was very tough on me. Um, and really, through that, I built up this huge, just like fear of rejection. And I just wanted to feel accepted because I wasn't really finding that for my friends. Um, and I still did have a group of friends, but it was just it was tough because it was always a battle between like being who I was and trying to not be made fun of. So uh, through that, really sports was something I was able to turn to and that got me through. I was played baseball, obviously, played basketball and was on good teams and I was, I was always the big kid. I was, I was made fun of, I was, I was overweight, so I was made fun of for that. 
I listened to rock music, so I was made fun of for that, and uh, also for my faith. Uh, so, obviously, yeah, that was tough, but sports got me through that, and uh, never really let me down because I was always like I was always on good teams, and I had personal success. Um, so then I signed on to come to Milwaukee to play baseball, and freshman year I get there right away, and all of a sudden I'm facing guys that are four or five years older than me, and I'm just this little freshman that isn't really that good. And all of a sudden I was like, all right, baseball, <laughs> I'm like I'm not the best player here anymore. Like, what's going on? So similar to that, where I've really battled with um, my identity, where like, all right, I'm not doing as well. Like now what? I can. I had I had ups in my seasons. I had a lot of downs, and it kind of it really just kept on going. Got to my junior year this year, in the fall. Um, I had big plan, big goals for myself. I wanted to get drafted this year. I wanted to just be like the best pitcher on my team and just dominate. Got back to school in the fall in our inter squad scrimmages, and I, similar to what Cole said, like I like forgot how to pitch. Like it was. The worst I've ever done in my life. I can't even like, almost like cringe just thinking about it. It was it was pretty bad. So, um, like I was I was so nervous and just like as soon as I started doing poorly, I just was thinking like oh all these new freshmen here, all the guys that expected me to be so good, like I'm just letting everybody down and like I was just so nervous and anxious. Like, I just, before I even stepped on the mound, I was like this is just gonna go terribly, and I was just so I was like paralyzed by like the fear of performing poorly, and. Uh, so I had one of my worst outings ever, my worst outing ever. Came out of the game, went to the bullpen. I just started crying. Like, I, I never cry. And I just started crying because I felt so lost. <laughs> and um, through that week, a few people talked to me, my brother and um, somebody, the leader for our Athletes in Action Ministry at campus, uh, she talked to me and my coach as well, who's a Christian. And I just realized that I was putting so much of my worth in baseball and uh, that I mean, baseball is going to fail me at some point. At some point, my career is going to be over, so I can't, I can't put my identity there. And so that's what really when I gave my life, I truly gave my life to Christ. And since then, uh, you know, my life's just been completely changed. And I don't, I like instantly, I felt this. Uh, I, the pressure was gone. Really, the next week, I went out and pitched and did fine, and I didn't feel anxious, which was it was crazy because it was literally a 180 degree turn of like being paralyzed by fear and being totally fine. So. Well, I can testify, you remembered how to pitch last Monday night, I'll tell you that, that was, that was impressive. And uh, uh, Jared has a wristband on it, and he has Proverbs uh, 3 and 5 on there, and you want to share with uh, everybody what that is? If yeah. it, it's on the spot, if you're uncomfortable, <laughs> I, I'll share, but all right, you got yes. it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understandings, in all your way, acknowledge him, and he will set your path straight. All right. so. Yeah, and that sounds like, that's your testimony. Yeah, that yeah. uh, you're learning to do that, and having done that, you've seen the Lord work in your life. Hey, Cole, uh, you know, I was sharing with the DeFores uh, earlier today, uh, uh, Colossians three seventeen. 17, uh, you know, whatever you do in word or deed, do it all as unto the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father, right? Um, and I think about that, and I think about how God can use every endeavor of our life uh, even things that are recreational, things that, um, that we enjoy, like baseball, he can use them. Uh, how have you seen uh, the Lord working in and through your life as a result of baseball? Um, honestly, I would say he's probably taught me how to fail and how to be humble. Mm. Um, baseball is a failure sport. It's not really a... It's kind of a fact. If you go out there most of the time, you're going to fail. 
Um, and that's really hard. Uh, I think the biggest word for me would be uh, relentless. He's taught me how to be relentless and uh, to keep pushing. And I think that's made me a, a better person and a better leader in life because I wasn't where I want to be. Where I wasn't where I wanted to be a few years ago. And uh, I definitely learned a lot these past few years through baseball and letting him work through me. And uh, I don't know. That's all I got. You know, that's a great point. Have you ever thought about that? Baseball is a failure sport. Now think about this. If you're a lifetime 300 hitter, I mean, that's Hall of Fame stuff. 300. That means you're uh, getting on base less than you are standing at bat. Isn't that true? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so to think about that and to see the Lord helping you to deal and to have a proper perspective on life, uh, to deal with challenges and adversity, uh, that's huge. And baseball's a great testing ground for that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Hi, how about you, Jared? How have you seen the Lord working in and through baseball in your life? Yeah, so similar with him is, is again, uh, just like, really teaching me how to how to fail as well and just how to be okay with that and how to be uh, content even when things aren't going how I would want them to be. Um, and really through since this past year, I've stepped into some leadership roles in our athlete campus ministry. Um, and through that, I started a team Bible study where there were 13 guys initially and a group of like seven, eight guys that was consistently coming every week going through a book. Um, and just like, so I just really saw God work in that and how, how he built me up to finally be comfortable with leading my teammates and seeing them grow in the Lord. That was, that was a huge blessing for me. It was super exciting week in and week out and something I'm looking forward to do again next year. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of throw you the change up here. Um, what advice would you give to a young person here if they're kind of waffling? Maybe they are uh, got a foot in the world and a foot seriously in their walk with Christ and they're just kind of straddling the fence. Uh, what would you have to say to them? Yeah, so um, for me, I mean, because I, I was in that kind of walking the fence kind of thing, like trying to do my own thing and trying to be a good person and do things because I know God wants me to do them, but I don't know if my heart was in the right place of it. So I think once I really had that, once I got my heart wrapped around, like, Christ's love for me and, like, what his sacrifice actually was and, like, just what <laughs> what the Bible says about who I am, like, being a child of God, like, he created the universe. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, I'm considered his son. Like, like, if you can really wrap your mind and your heart around that, like, that's just life-changing. Like, it was, it was just huge for me. It was the biggest revelation, like, that I actually, when I actually understood it, like, my life changed. And I think mm. that's just, that's something that's absolutely huge if you can really sit down and get your heart wrapped around that. Yeah, that we were created by God for God, right? And until we get that, nothing else in life makes sense. But once you grasp that, uh, I mean, that's, that's solid stuff. Uh, I'm curious, Alabama, uh, Alabama, Birmingham, right? Is that that's Roll Tide land? No, that's no. the Blazers. Well, Alabama's that? in Tuscaloosa. Oh, Tuscaloosa, all right, all right. So, but what, what um, why is it that you would decide at this time in your life that you want to devote a whole summer and come up here and be a part of the Chinooks baseball team. What, what made you want to do that? Uh, I don't really think that I kind of made the choice. It was, I, I, I know that I didn't mean to be funny, but like um, I thought it just kind of pondered in my lap. I didn't really think I was going to go anywhere and play in the summer. And uh, one day our uh, 
our hitting coach walks in and says, hey, uh, how would you like to go to Alaska to play baseball? And I was like, yeah, um, that sounds awesome. Um, but in a way, to me, it kind of seemed like it was God coming and saying, hey, why don't you come seek me out? And maybe along the way, you can learn how to play baseball a little bit better. So that's, that's really why I'm here is to learn about God and to play baseball and hopefully make them both work together. Man, can you imagine a summer like that? Learning about God and playing baseball? I mean, wow, that's pretty good stuff. Yeah. How, how about you, Jared? What, what, what led you? Why did you want to come up and be a part of the uh, Chinooks? Yeah, so uh, there was a guy at my school actually that played for the Chinooks a few years back. His name's Tell Taylor. I don't know if anybody remembers him. Probably not. But uh, so he was a senior the year before I got to school. And he stuck around to help out with our Athletes in Action ministry for a year or two after that. So he was really encouraging me right away, like, hey, you should really go to Alaska here and play for the Chinooks. Because I, I had big goals. I want to get drafted. I was like, nah, I'm just going to train. I don't want to play anywhere. So two summers, I put that off. And finally, this year, I was like, all right, I'm going to be senior next year. Like, I want to be able to enjoy my summer and play somewhere. I was like, also, I was like oh, Alaska, I should look into that. So I texted Tell and was like, hey, like, what should I do for this? And he gave me Chris's number. I contacted him, and I was, I mean, I really just wanted to, obviously playing baseball here is great. Like, the competition is awesome. Like, it's a great league, and you get to see the mountains and stuff. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but just really the opportunity to connect with God and to grow deeper in my faith is, that's the number one thing, and like, the main reason I'm here. And it's been great so far, and I can't wait to see where it continues. Yeah, it's going to be a great season. Hey, listen, if you want to know more about how you can support Chinooks Baseball, um, there's a table out in the lobby. Tim Bartow will be there. Uh, there is a, a boosters club, I think, for $25 for the whole season. You can be a Chinooks booster. There's all kinds of benefits to that. Um, uh, there are families in our church and other families um, that are housing players. Uh, the icebergs are. Carla, you have a couple players. Uh, you guys staying with you. Um, there's just a variety of ways you can be involved and support uh, this ministry, because it is a ministry. And I know every year the players and the coaches have opportunities of sharing their faith and sharing their testimonies with opposing teams. And so uh, it, it is a ministry. These young men uh, are not only here to play baseball, but they're, they're really laying their lives down and putting it on the line for the Lord and uh, not being ashamed of the gospel, okay? And so it's a, it's a privilege to support you uh, to pray for you, to be a part of Chinooks Baseball in a small way uh, that, our, that our church uh, is. Our public information officer, uh, Catherine, you're here. Raise your hand. Everybody want to see Catherine, yeah? Uh, she is a person who just works tirelessly in the community, preparing, uh, getting support um, uh, for these guys. Uh, the minute the last pitch is thrown... She's starting for next season, and uh, thank you for your work as well. We're so grateful for you and uh, your ministry uh, through Chinooks Baseball. So, uh, Coach, are there any other players here this morning? I know some are coming later on. What's that? All right. So, they'll be here at 11 if you want to see them. They'll be here on the 28th for the picnic. Uh, Coach uh, and Catherine, if you'd come up really quick. And uh, we as a congregation are going to pray for you uh, before we continue our service, okay? So let's do that. Just come on up here.
and uh, out around. All right. Uh, congregation, would you stand? And we are going to pray uh, for these representatives of Chinook's baseball. Father, uh, we thank you that indeed you call us in word and deed in everything we do to do it as unto you, giving thanks to God the Father. And Lord, we thank you that you bless us with a variety of gifts and abilities, and uh, athleticism uh, is not the least of those. And Lord, for those of us who are gifted, for these uh, players, uh, for Coach, for Catherine, for the organization, Lord, we thank you for young men uh, that are walking with Christ and or are seeking to grow in their relationship with Christ and how they are using baseball uh, not only to refine their athleticism, but most importantly, Lord, to train in what is the most important thing uh, and out of the principles of what it means to be a Christ follower and to walk with him. Father, we pray in this case uh, for Cole and for Jared. We thank you for them. Lord, we ask that you would uh, help refine their skill in baseball, but most importantly, uh, that you would raise them up and grow them, give them just um, significant growth in their Christian faith, in their walk with you, in their ability to stand for you and to live for you on the pitcher's mound of life. And Lord, as we think of these two young men, we think of all the other players we think of Coach Beck, we think of Catherine, we think of uh, the Bartos, those who support this wonderful ministry. And we ask, Lord, that this year you would encourage them, you would draw people to the organization that could support them in the various ways that are needed. But most of all, Father, that as a result of Chinook's baseball, uh, there would be many who would come to faith in Jesus Christ. So, Father, we commit them to you, we dedicate them to you for this season, and we are grateful as a church that we can be a part of uh, this wonderful ministry. And we pray and we ask these things in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.